pay, no university credit, and was completely out of her field. Still, she insisted that I write to Denny Allen and get her accepted as one of the crew. I pointed out that my own research was solitary, isolated and time-consuming. Perhaps I could see her on weekends. That was all. She said that weekends were better than nothing. I said I hoped she knew what she was in for. The group would be camping out on the site, no modern conveniences, and an uninhabited island with no bridge or ferry service to the mainland, and no town nearby. Don't be fooled by the term summer, either, I warned her. Scotland is cold by your standards, and you may not enjoy tent-dwelling in a rainy climate. My lament fell on deaf ears, all of it. She is so enchanted at the thought of being in the highlands, as she puts it, that all practical considerations are dismissed out of hand. So I wrote to Denny, it turned out he was my school chum after all, and got her a place on the Martian expedition, studying Celtic standing stones on an island near Skye. I'm afraid that she will be disappointed, but she can't say she wasn't told. When I suggested that she might see more museums and castles if she signed up for a bus tour and came over with a group, she wept and accused me of calling her a tourist, which she said she was not. The Macpherson ancestors, you see. Elizabeth thinks she's going home. Dear Cousin Geoffrey, Yes, I'm finally making a trip to Europe, even if I have to rob graves, as you so colourfully put it, to get to go. As a matter of fact, the archaeological expedition I'll be working with is not concerned with unearthing bodies. We're studying megalithic monuments in the Scottish Highlands in order to determine whether the Celts used Pythagorean geometry in constructing their stone circles. I'll admit that this is not particularly relevant to my graduate work in forensic anthropology, body snatching to you, but it was the only archaeological dig we could find near where Cameron is doing his summer research. It should work out very nicely. He'll be studying seals, and I'll be measuring standing stones, and we'll get to see each other on weekends. We're landing in London, so I should get to do some sightseeing on the way to Scotland. Thank you for your travel suggestions, but I don't think I care to visit the alley where Jack the Ripper left his victims, or the 18th century sex club in High Wycombe. Just the usual touristy sites like Oxford and Stratford-on-Avon will suit me fine. I doubt if I will have either the time or the money to visit you during your vacation in the Greek islands, where you will no doubt be viewed as Dionysus with Mastercard. And if you persist in this quest for the perfect tan, you're going to resemble the cover of a Bible by the time you're fifty. I'll send you a postcard from Edinburgh, of Burke and Hare, if I can find one. But after that, I'll be incommunicado. The dig is on a tiny island with no inhabitants and no mail service. Perhaps we can get together for the family Thanksgiving ordeal and inflict slideshows on one another. Until then, as ever, Elizabeth. Traveller's Diary You can't sleep on a DC-10. Not on this one, anyway, with stewardesses rolling drinks carts up the aisles and making movie announcements, and hawking duty-free goods. It's like trying to fly to Britain in a Kmart. I'm hunched up in my window seat, trying to decide which half of my body I want circulation in, and where the band-aid-sized pillow would do the most good. 
I feel like a squirrel in a coconut, I hissed to Cameron. No, sorry, he replied. They only serve those on Caribbean flights. British humour. I'm still not accustomed to it, even after all these months of knowing Cameron. He seems to be able to take a phrase and turn it inside out, so that I have to think for a minute before I understand the point of the joke. During the year that he has been at the university as a visiting professor, he has been trying to absorb American culture. I, in turn, have spent the year learning him as if he were a foreign language. Having ancestors who came from Scotland two centuries ago is certainly no help in figuring out a specimen from the present. For the longest time, I thought that dear was a term of affection, until I began to notice the circumstances in which he used it. That restaurant is fine.